What's going on, guys? This is Jonathan Lacey, and today I have a special guest on the Weapon X podcast. And this guy, man, like he is my best friend, and we we just also happen to be cousins as well. And this man has definitely we we've had plenty of conversations about this anime. You know, comic book heroes and what whatever it may be, you know, whatever TV show we may be watching at the time. Um, you know, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Isaac Wood to the podcast. How are we doing, Isaac? I'm good, John. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, and as I say, you know, Isaac, these these people may not know a whole lot about you but like what if they had to know so what what is like what's what's isaac's go-to like tv show and what's his go-to food okay um so go-to tv show i gotta say avatar the last airbender you okay. know I think it's pretty it's pretty well versed and multiple, you know, genres essentially. Uh it's like, something different with each episode. Yes, um, sir. And then favorite food, um I got to say pizza. I love me some pizza, bro. Pizza. You can't go wrong with pizza, right? You really can't. I mean, there's not much to mess up. So. Nah, man. Like you mess up pizza then you probably shouldn't be in the kitchen, right? Like it, you it's shouldn't, bro. <laughs> you shouldn't. There's been some mistakes made. You know, <laughs> oh, big time, big time, right? But hey, that, being human, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> no, man. But today, like, I, I was, I was talking to Isaac a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, you know what, man? I really think it would be dope to make an episode with you, and you know, like, just just kind of see how things are, you know, and maybe, maybe, maybe not. We'll go on together, you know, if. You know, I, I think this is just something that, you know, either way, it'll be fun, you know, because oh, yeah. see, we have these conversations together all the time <laughs> and like it's we really do. And so if if you know anything about just any anime hit, really, usually, especially an old anime hit, which is weird to think that we will probably be classified as like a boomer <laughs> in the anime community right yeah. you know because i mean I, I don't know about you but like my one of my first animes that i first watched was dragon ball z and like what, what, what was your first anime again i mean to be honest with you it's between dragon ball z and uh in yuashua um yeah, because uh, my first experience with anime was actually at, at my brother's house, uh, Tommy. Uh, he was a big Dragon Ball Z fan. I remember being like, I want to say I was like five, and um, they were watching the very beginning of Dragon Ball Z. So like, it was Raditz, Piccolo, Goku, and I remember seeing the part where um, Goku gets impaled, you know, with the special beam cannon. And I was like, yeah. whoa, this is amazing. I gotta watch more of this, and man, that just that just started it, bro. Yeah, and and see, like, and and it's so it's so real, man. Because Dragon Ball Z was just a staple. I feel like at that point in time, mm. it was just it was like it was putting the I think to put the world on notice of like, hey, anime is like this. If you follow this 
map or just just follow this blueprint or if you just want to follow like hey maybe this the, the characters in this show and just kind of put your own spin on it like, like let's be honest sasuke is basically vegeta and naruto right like mm-hmm. and then naruto is basically our, our goku because they're they're working towards something of being the greatest you know goku wants to be the 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 greatest fighter in the world and then naruto wants to be like the greatest hokage that ever that ever lived right mm-hmm. so is this is this it, i don't know I, I feel like dragon ball z basically just laid that foundation for yeah. other shows and and um yeah man like I, I think today our our episode that we're going to be talking about man i i'm really excited because honestly this is pro- this is probably one of my top three favorite anime characters of, of all time and um we're, we're talking about vegeta if you haven't seen from the title <laughs> but um yeah man like we we're gonna we're gonna do a like a little, little deep dive into vegeta and we both of us kind of have some questions laid out where you know we're just going we're just going to shoot the um just shoot the questions and yeah, we're going to get it going. So I, I'll, I'll start off. You know, um, Isaac, what what is your favorite saga involving Vegeta? Um, I'd have to say probably, and this might not be popular opinion, but I want to say the Namek saga. Um, mm. I really enjoy that a lot because, I mean, you got to see more of Vegeta, you know, after his loss on Earth and kind of how he kind of came back from that. You know, it's like he didn't lose his pride, but he kind of had like a different step about him. It's like he 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 learned a lot while on Earth. And it seemed like before that point, he didn't really have to learn anything like he's the prince of all Saiyans. He's the pride of the planet, you know, and he had never like never really lost. It seemed like. But then, you know, losing on Earth, going to Namek and having to kind of figure that out was pretty interesting. And then also like seeing him being there and, you know, seeing more stronger opponents, you know, losing. Yeah. But then also learning more about his abilities in terms of, you know, the whole Zenkai boost thing that happens with Saiyans, you know, when they lose, they get stronger. Right. And, and I mean, I thought that was dope. So, all right. So, so my follow up question with that, like, in that in that saga because because we that, that was for the frieza saga um mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure so yeah with that would you say he was still a villain or was he an anti-hero at that because i feel like that kind of differentiates sometimes between people of like hey i still think he was a villain or no he was an anti-hero like, what, what do you think uh i still think he was a villain um but I think towards the end of the Frieza saga, he was kind of leaning into that anti-hero portion. Yeah. Um, Cause I mean, he wanted to smoke for everybody, you know. And yeah. the Frieza's like, he didn't care, bro. He bro, didn't care who you were. Do you remember when the Ginyu Force, when Goku basically he like spared them, he basically was going to let them live, and then he literally came over there to um, was it um, yeah, was it Captain Ginyu? Yeah. He came up and basically just squashed him, man, and uh-huh. like a town stumped him. <laughs> <laughs> I just and I just, I just remember seeing that when I was a kid, and I was like, "Yo, this yeah. dude is ruthless, man!" Like he's yeah. like he's still, yeah, he still had that that ruthlessness in him, Definitely. you know, and, and he 
and you look at it and it's like, ah, I don't know if I would have handled it that way, but he kind of, he, in the long run, I think he did the right thing protecting <laughs> the planet because he, he just wanted to take care of him. But it's like, dang, son. <laughs> I know. Like, bro, calm it down. But I mean, <laughs> I do think we saw like a lot of growth from Vegeta um, during that saga, you know? Uh, mm. Even shoot, I mean, you know, when he lost the Frieza, you know, like after, you know, like like towards the end of that, before Goku got there, he got beat bad. But then, you know, I guess like seeing his perspective of how of how things had went on Planet mm-hmm. Vegeta when you know Frieza destroyed it, and just like how he's kind of been coping with that up until that point, you know, it's yeah. like pride was the only thing that kept him going. And when that didn't work, you know, you know, we saw like the real him you know it's like he cried he kind of like told how he felt and he was able to kind of like grow from that but yeah i do like how we see him like afterwards you know you got the the android saga like the the, the cell saga majin buu saga you see like a lot more growth on him and i think at that point during the freezer saga that's where you see the beginning of his growth and I yeah that and and truth be told man i think i, I and I, this is my opinion. I don't know. Some people may not agree with me with this, but I genuinely think out of that show, I think Vegeta had the probably one of the best character developments. Probably because I mean, I I mean, you look at you look at some of the people that were in that show, and I mean, I felt like, and we kind of we talked about this briefly, and I know I talked about this on my my YouTube as well, like. Gohan was on, he was definitely on that track to developing. And so, and then, you know, he kind of just, he kind of took a back seat. It was like, no, nah, man, I want to be a scholar. I want to be a, want to be a dad. And like, again, there's nothing wrong with being a dad because guys, like, I, I have, I have two girls. All right. Like <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing wrong with wanting to focus on that, but it's just think you're just saying it to yourself, like, man, like what could that man have been had he just really put all his focus and energy into, you know, like what like Goku did into being the best. Like, I, like genuinely, I think he could have surpassed um, Goku when it was mm-hmm. all said. Yeah, I, I really do. Because he, he had that ability and like he showed it against Cell. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And Cell was one of the more tougher opponents in, um, you know, in all of Dragon Ball. And so like that... I feel like that, that speaks for itself, man. But yeah. um, now, nah, man, what? So, what? What question do you have? Are you like, we, we, you want to bounce back and forth between yeah, us? Yeah. All yeah, right, let's do that. So, I'm just gonna hit you with it, bro. Do All you right. think Vegeta could ever beat Goku? <sighs> Isaac, you, you really came out swinging for the, for the <laughs> fences on this one. All right. Um, I mean, if we're going to be honest. And super, he he kind of did beat Goku, but you know, like other other events happened, so they didn't really get to finish the fight. But like Vegeta had Goku and stuff, so like I and, and I mean I don't know, yeah, because was it when he first came to visit um Beerus, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, Vegeta, Vegeta beat him. I'm pretty, pretty sure. Yeah, um, he did have kind of like a rage moment against Beerus. Uh, I believe it was after. So I think it was during like Bulma's birthday party or something. 
and Bruce came to Earth, and he like pimp slapped Boma, and, and like yeah. you know, he had that rage moment. And yes. I guess if you want to compare in the sense of like how, I guess of like how much of a surprise they were to Beerus, um, Vegeta definitely shown in that moment. Because I mean, we saw earlier when Goku went Super Saiyan three against Beerus, couldn't do a thing. Yeah, he couldn't do. He couldn't do. He really couldn't even lay a finger on Beerus. Mm-hmm. And like that just kind of showed you, like, whoa, <laughs> like this cat looking dude, like he, <laughs> this dude is ruthless, man. Oh, but this he, man with the ears. Yeah, my man, my man was give, he was handing out the smoke, man. <laughs> he was. And I mean, in that moment, like I think Vegeta got a good maybe ten seconds of fun, you know, during yeah. that rage moment. It didn't last. It didn't last no. at all. But I mean, he got something. So I mean. Yeah. I do think that Vegeta has a lot of potential um, in a sense of like how he analyzes battle. Cause I mean, when it comes to Goku, I mean, when he puts his mind to something, he gets it done. He has that yeah. hard work aspect. Both of them do. Um, but I do think that one way that Vegeta kind of falls short is how he tends to, I think he tends to overthink things, you know? Mm-hmm. And cause like Goku, he's more mindless when he goes into it. He kind of just goes off the instinct, which kind of right. helps him in his power ups. But with Vegeta, he wants to kind of, you know, he's always kind of having Goku in his mind whenever he's looking to succeed. And I think that holds him back to a, yeah. to a point. So Yeah, I, that, is, that is true. Now, now that you say that, because, like, he's he's always like, oh, you know, if Kakarot, if he did this. And Kakarot, yeah. He's always trying to, like, I don't know, instead, instead of running his own race, he's running – at Goku, he's running Goku's race, you know, and um, I, I, again, I, I do think in Super, mm-hmm. him taking the initiative on his own to go train with Beers and Whis mm-hmm. before Goku came in and was like, "Hey, man, I want to join. I want to join this. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play." Now, wait a minute, you you been training with these guys, man? <laughs> so, <laughs> but no, I. I I do think, though, whether I don't know because the fans, fans of Dragon Ball Z and just Dragon Ball in general, they love, 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 love Goku, and I think, I think the writers are going to keep getting the fans with it. Like Goku's always going to have that one step on Vegeta, but in, in retrospect, though, I, I genuinely feel that. If anyone in that show has the potential and like who's right on Goku's behind, I would say is, is Vegeta. Yeah, and that dude, I wholeheartedly agree with you. And I mean, I think his time is coming because like with each mm-hmm. saga, with each movie, you know, Vegeta gets smarter. He he kind of he kind of starts to like go on his own path more, and that's what's gonna really get him there. So one one of my questions kind of relates to that. So we we are going to come back to that, but I do have one. My my second question for you, this one I, I'm curious. I'm so curious of what you're going to say for this. So who do you what? Who do you think is more evil, Majin Vegeta or Sand Saga Vegeta? Because both are ruthless in their own. Yeah, ways. they're both ruthless, but. I'm gonna go with Saiyan Saga. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go so why are we going with Saiyan Saga Vegeta? Because 
I feel like back then he had truly no heart, you know, nothing mm-hmm. at all. Um, it's like he could kill anybody and not care at all. And I mean, we see glimpses of that with Majin Vegeta, but I mean, yeah. the fact that he went so far in, in that direction to kind of show people that, hey, I'm bad again, I think it kind of shows his growth in the sense of like, you know, if this was, if, if, if this was like normal Vegeta, he wouldn't. I guess do all the theatrics to kind of show how ruthless he was. He would have just done it without making a big right. about it. And I, I mean, with Majin Vegeta, it's like he kind of like he kind of you know because like we do know that eventually he kind of does it as like an act in order to kind of like you know in order to destroy Majin Buu before he you know can cause destruction. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I think just back then to Ansaka, he would have been like a lot more ruthless and but. But during the Machin Buu saga, he kind of had more of an ulterior motive for what he was doing, you know. Yeah, see that, and that's that is very true. And and, and I will say, Sans Saga Vegeta was definitely more ruthless. But I I just I think the thing that sticks out to me though about Vegeta, like like just any evil version of Vegeta, was when this dude was Majin Vegeta. And they were in the tournament ring. Yeah, this man literally just sent high blasts into the stadium and killed all those people. And I was like, "What?" And Goku was like, "Dude, you just killed all those." (laughs) (laughs) And I remember, I think, I think I was like in fourth or fifth grade when that saga was going on. Like we, we were probably, yeah, we were probably like very young. Yeah, like we were, yeah, we were young. So it it was, it was nuts though, because it was. I was just like, dude, like you're just gonna kill those people, and we just like he just had a little smirk on. He's like, like I know that smile and like how he like tilted his head back. You know, it's like, oh snap! But he had so he like Vegeta just has so many signature moments, and and I and I think the thing that's gonna make me put Sans Saga above Sans Saga Vegeta above Majin Vegeta is because he killed his own. Crew, he killed Nappa mm-hmm. with no. He literally said, "I have no more use for you. Like you're useless to me at this point." Because yeah. after Goku beat the crap out of him, he literally was like, "All right, like you, you're worthless to me," and literally just killed him on the spot. Like that's that, a great point. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, he's known Nappa since day one, right? You know, and he didn't bat an eye. Nah, he yeah, he At made all. no hesitation. None, none whatsoever. <laughs> so like that, yeah, that's I, I I agree with you. That that's that's kind of like my point for like why I'm going to put him in that category. So yeah. not nah, good, good stuff, bro. Like what? Yeah. So what? What's what's your next question? Yeah, let me see. So I guess going back to Vegeta in general, um, and the way he, you know, the way he kind of like does his moves. I would say, what is your what is your favorite finishing move, you know, of Vegeta's, you know, because there's so Man, many. You know, I, I got, ooh, I got to go with Gallic Gun. Yeah. The Gallic Gun, man, you, you. That thing's like just, comic. You know what I'm saying, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, it's just the Gallic Gun. Like, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but it, the creators always did him dirty with his signature moves because, like, you just. You hear these these um, these finishers, and you're like, "Yo, like you was it Gallic Gun? You had um, what's you got your, Final oh, Flash? Yeah, um, yeah, like they just sound they sound ruthless, right? Mm-hmm. 
I remember this, like, yo, he's about to, like, anytime he had that smirk, he was <laughs> like, like, yeah, this mm-hmm. is going to be the one to end you. Like, you're yeah. done. <laughs> Next thing you know, he sent the strongest blast. And then, like, it may be like a couple scratches on the, the villain. And it's like, come on, yeah. man. Stop, stop doing Vegeta dirty. That joint is ruthless. Yeah, that was so sad against Cell when he when he used the final flash and he, he did some damage, but then you know Cell just regenerated like like that. Like that's messed up, man. I know his face too. <laughs> like, Vegeta was like, I didn't did something. Cause I mean the crater that it left, like if I if I'm not wrong, I'm pretty sure the blast it hit the earth, but then it kept going straight into space. Like right. and it left like a giant crater. Like I think part of the ocean was like gone. From that. Right, exactly. That's how powerful that blast is. And you mean to tell me that's not going to do anything on it? And, and don't get me wrong, the Kamehameha is like the aka the turtle wave. That that's <laughs> that like it, it's powerful, mm-hmm. but is it is it really that more is it really that more powerful than the Gallic gun and the final flash and stuff? Like I, I just I don't know. I, I yeah. just always felt indifferent, and that could just be the fanboy in me, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, man. it's like, is it really? And I mean, yeah, it's interesting because, like, with the Kamehameha, you know, it's just such a, it's such a, I guess, like, a, like it has like so much history, you know, to it, like right. so much history behind the ability. And I mean, I do think part of it probably is plot armor in the sense, you know, because mm-hmm. like usually the good guys use that move, you know, like the ones who, you know, we've seen grow and train and, you know, I guess form bonds over that, over that technique, you know, cause I mean, yeah. you, got, you got Master Roshi with Krillin and Goku. And then if how Goku passed it on to his kids and then if how like they all kind of, you know, I guess I, I want to say bonded over it, but it's like, you kind of see those, those really iconic, you know, heart wrenching moments, you know? Yeah. You no, and you you're right. You're right, man. Like it going back to the Dragon Ball series, man. Like mm-hmm. when Goku first used the Kamehameha, man, like that oh, that, was, that joint was crazy. Yeah. And and I will say this, I feel like Dragon Ball, just like the actual series of Dragon Balls, is very underrated. But we, we can we can say that for oh, another, another time. But um no nah, man, like my well before I move to my next question, what which one is yours though? What is it? I like Final Flash. I just like how it looks, bro. Yeah. I, I love the charge up, you know, and just yeah. like true. I mean, it takes forever to charge up, it seems like, but it just looks so cool. And Dragon Ball's it, it, everybody takes forever. To, like, it takes four <laughs> episodes for them to fully charge. It's <laughs> <laughs> true, bro. It's like they're like, you know what? Give me 15 minutes. I'm gonna show yeah, you what like, I made. Minutes, yo, it's on, man. <laughs> I gotta take my break after this set, you know, because they have so much muscle on them. It's just crazy, bro. They, yeah, them dudes be yoked, man. <laughs> <laughs> Nuts. But my, so my, my qu- next question is like, all right, and I'm, I'm assuming you've seen all of Super. I have. All right. So, do you think Vegeta will take on the role eventually of Beerus? Or Weiss, like in maybe in this upcoming season, which I'm so excited <laughs> to mm. see how this is going to go. Um, I don't really. I mean, I see him getting strong enough to do that if he decided mm-hmm. to. But just seeing from 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 Super, just like how 
it's like how much of like a family man he is and then right. also seeing his interest in the other um universes like planet vegeta kind of like being able to go and see those saiyans probably mm. and you know i guess grow like a bigger bond with them i can't i can't see him you know kind of doing with what beerus does now you know okay because it doesn't seem okay. like beerus really does much and i don't no, think he, he can tolerate that he, he sans cannot yeah there's not there's really not in their blood just to sit around and do absolutely nothing. Like they have to be moving, they have to be training. Like they like you said it earlier, like they 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 crave fights and then if they lose, they get stronger from it. Like that that's it's a win-win, <laughs> honestly. It really is. <laughs> so no man, and and I and I only ask that question just because you know, I mean Be- Beerus and Weiss really took those two underneath their wing and and Bears, whether he wants to admit it or not, like he saw the potential in those two, and he was like, you know, like, and eventually he could po- possibly like just hand down that that those roles to them, you know, like we will probably be like a like a Vegeta, and Beerus will probably be like Goku, but whether that is. Whether they choose to approach those roles differently, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I don't know. Like, it just it just really makes you think about like what what it could actually lead to down the road. So that, that's, that's, that's that's where I was coming from with that. I, I like that question though, because I mean, I I do again like I, I love seeing the development of Vegeta and just like how he grows with time. And I mean, I could see him getting in like a kingly role in some. In some way, and I don't really see God of Destruction really doing that. It's okay. more so people just kind of fear you, but you don't really, I guess, incite any type of change or any type of, you know, I guess you don't really, I guess, do anything. You're kind of just there, just to kind of like clean up the mess that someone makes. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I see Vegeta just doing more. You know. Yeah. No, and I and I agree with that. I do, and stuff like that's and those are actually like really good points too, man. Um, what what's what's the next question you got man yeah so um i want to ask so what are your favorite vegeta fights you know just like from like throughout the series oh man i i definitely would say mm, i really i really enjoyed seeing like goku and vegeta go at it in the sand saga mm-hmm. Uh, as far as like, cause that, like that, that was, I don't know. I, I thought that was, that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. and, stuff. and, um, also I was, hmm, I think seeing Majin Vegeta and Goku d- duke it out yes. because really, I don't, I don't think we got a clear winner of that fight. Did we? Because then Vegeta, I want to say Vegeta, like, man, I thought he did something dirty to, like, to knock him out. He did. I think he, like, he either hit him with a key blast or he, like, chopped him in the neck or something. He did something. Yeah, Yeah, I think think you're right. Because, like, we we really didn't get, like, a a clear winner for that and stuff. Because, I mean, I, I think... Majin Vegeta, I know we talked about this earlier, but 
regular Vegeta was still in there somewhere. And mm-hmm. I think he knew, like, hey, you know, I just I just need to like get I, I just need I need to get away from Kakarot, you know, before yeah. I do anything crazy and stuff. Because like, hey, he ended up saying has to save the world, man. So mm-hmm. <laughs> he has to. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, I, I would say like that's one that really sticks out in my mind because like just I don't know, seeing seeing Goku. And that's Super Saiyan. So, like, both of them are Super Saiyan. And then you have um, just Vegeta just jacked on jacked in the, as Majin Vegeta. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, man was, like, like Lou Ferrigno's on, like, this. Like, it was it was on stupid, man. It was, that it was man nuts. was, like, he had a Baki body, bro. He was just so cut. Like, right. He right. You're exactly right. Like the artists, bro, just when they had to sketch out them biceps and just them shoulders, it's like, bro, all those divots ain't no yeah. way. Like all yeah, like they had like perfectly symmetrical cuts, man. Like it was it was nuts. <laughs> but what like what 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 are your favorite Vegeta fights? Ah uh, man. So from Dragon Ball Z, I mean, I agree with you. Like that whole Majin Vegeta versus Goku, that was an amazing moment. Um, that was like a great rematch, you know. I, I enjoyed yeah. that one a lot. Um, but if I got to choose one from Super, um, I gotta say, probably part of the Vegeta versus like Jiren fight. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. I mean, sure, he was losing, but I mean, just kind of seeing his power up moments throughout that and just his growth, you know, and he had some good moves. V- Vegeta, yeah, man. Like, I-, I just remember, I remember when Jiren just came there, though, man, and it, it was, it was, it was nuts. I, that that whole sequence, I think, was like you said, it, it was just awesome. Just seeing him, seeing how far he's come along and his training and. Like, like he, because he, he was hanging, he was hanging with him for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then you know, of course, you know, J- Jaren, he was Jaren was just strong, man. Jaren like, was just was, that that guy. He was different. He was literally built different. <laughs> yeah, but he really was. He was the Terry Crews, the Dragon Ball Z. You know, he, he, he just, <laughs> all right, that he, man just came out of nowhere, flexing. You know, moving around. Can't can no mm-hmm. one put a hand on him? Yeah, that man was so mobile and too. It, it crazy. Absolutely, but um, like my 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 next question for you, I, I have like it, it's, hmm. I think I think most people would probably no nah, no way, but you know if you, you really had to sit there and think about it, do you think Vegeta could carry the drag carry the Dragon Ball series without Goku, like whether it's like fully or like only a certain amount like what what do you what do you think i mean i think it's an interesting concept but i just can't see it you know like i don't think it would be dragon ball z anymore it would be mm. some other show you know it wouldn't feel yeah. the same and i mean just seeing vegeta and just how he kind of carries himself it's like he's a loner he's a mm-hmm. really big loner you know because i mean you know, recently we've seen him with family, but if he's not with family, he's either he's training. And sometimes he's with Goku, Beerus, Whis, or he's by himself, you know. Right. So, I mean, I'm not really sure, I guess, how he could carry the show. So, yeah, and and, and probably, like, 
if it wasn't for Goku being the good guy and kind of like having somewhat of like morals of like, hey man, you like you can't be going around just killing anyone and everyone. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like I really don't think we would have the Vegeta we see today. Yeah. You know. So you know, I I get that, I get that, and I, and I and I do agree. Like it, it's it'll be weird to see, like you know, like I don't know. He probably could carry for like a couple of episodes, but it's like, dude, it's just you you have to bring back, yeah, <laughs> at a ring of back, right? You're gonna you're gonna miss him. And I mean, if they were to do it, I mean, if they could do it in a way to where I guess Gohan kind of stepped back up again, you know, and I mean. That might happen, especially after the whole recent Dragon Ball superhero movie. Yeah. That might happen. And I mean, if I guess if Gohan kind of had more of like a role and you can see his growth and then a lot of the comedy could probably come from Goten and Trunks, you know, that, that could that could be something, you know. Yeah. But yeah. just without Goku, it just feels weird. It, right. And that's and that's I, I really hope they do come around with Gohan. Cause like I I and that's another one. Like right below Vegeta, the potential is right there, man. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I I hope they do that. But no, yeah, I I I agree with you, bro. Like it it, it would just be weird <laughs> not <laughs> having Goku and stuff. And like and like you said, the goal would be so different at that point, you know, because it who knows? Like Vegeta would probably be going around still being Sand Saga Vegeta and just just blowing dudes up, man, <laughs> with no hesitation. Yeah, bro. Uh, I'm... Nah, man. I, I, yeah, I, I agree with you with that. So, what, what was, what's the next question? Because I, because I know, like, you know, my, my questions right now, like that's that was really the my big questions that I have for you. I know, I know you have some more for me. So hit, hit me with them, man. I do. So, um, my next one is. So I guess like. Um, I guess like throughout the series, like what what development in Vegeta like has made the most impact on you? Like, what did you enjoy the most? You know, from seeing him. I definitely, I, I mean, and just because I mean, he he literally had a daughter and <laughs> super and stuff. But I think the shining moment for him that really just stuck out to me was when. Like go, we we all know Goku is a terrible father, all right. Like it it, it just being present, like he's he's a terrible father. <laughs> You're not wrong, bro. But like Vegeta, somebody who went from being like like we were just talking about with Sand Saga, he he did not care about anybody but himself. He was only looking out looking out for himself. You know he he was he was a ruthless killer, and he went and like he was a full-blown villain went into anti-hero role then he became a villain and then or not became a villain he became a became a hero sorry about that and yeah. like it, it just it was just it was crazy to see that you know when he you know him and Bulma they had trunks and he became a he started becoming a family man because like he was I remember it might have been in the Majin series. I can't remember, but no, no, it was um in the sales game. I think mm-hmm. yeah, he he like he basically knocked out Trunks 
to to try and save him, you know, because like he was just like, dude, like, you know, I, like that that was him saying like I love you, without saying I love being all mushy and stuff because yeah. like he he wanted to protect his son, and I mean we saw in Super like we you addressed it earlier when Beer showed up and he like you know he, he smacked Boma and this dude he just he saw black <laughs> and rightfully so rightfully so and it's it just it just it just proved to me though that you know with with goku when goku basically told him when vegeta was getting ready to have his daughter goku was oh dude you know like come on man let's go train like you you know you'll you'll see her afterwards and something he was like nah man like you know, I'm getting ready to have a daughter. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm about to be born, and that just speaks volumes, I think, about Vegeta. And it just it just hits home to me as a, as a father, and how he, you know, he chose he he was choosing family over, you know, training. You know, and he's a sand. He's a sand. He loves to train, but he chose family over that. So that that's. I just think people, I don't know, people may have like that might have just grazed over some people's heads, but to me, like that that hit home and stuff. So like what what's what what about yours though? Like what what development like hit home for you? Yeah. Um, I mean the first moment that kind of got me, I would say, was yeah, like during the cell games when um when like future trunks, you know, uh I think he died and like he like, he, like Cell had killed him and he kinda had that moment, you know, where he kinda you know, we saw that that Vegeta actually did care for, you know, like future trunks, you know, and like he cared yeah. for like, I guess, in a way, being a father. Because, um, I mean, from what we saw from from Vegeta's past, I mean, I think we can infer that, uh, you know, his that, that his relationship with his dad wasn't the best, you know. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. like, you know, it seemed like, like King Vegeta wasn't really. You know, like he didn't really care about anyone really. It was more so about power and influence and you mm-hmm. know, Frieza. But he didn't really, I guess, invest in his son. It seemed like you know, like in in Prince Vegeta. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do think that with that throughout seeing him in Dragon Ball Z, just with you know, with with Future Trunks, and then again mm-hmm. with like young with uh, younger Trunks during the uh, Majin Buu saga. You know, when he like knocked him out before he, you know, did his whole thing to try to save the world. You know. You see right. a lot then, and kind of you can you kind of see just how you kind of like like care about people, you know, and you know I thought that that that's just like really cool because I mean just seeing where he came from, mm-hmm. like the fear of violence and just caring about nobody, still like yeah. you know to care about people in his own way, but still, you know I guess keeping who who he was, but also growing, you know, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, man. And like, yeah, like as that's, I just feel like, like that's like the ultimate character development. I feel, it is, you know, because like you basically did a complete one eighty. He truly you know? did, and I mean, right. and I definitely like how, like how the creator, uh, like you're like Totoriyama of how, like you know, and this is like generic across anime, but it's just cool of how like they kind of will progress the story at the same rate that you know, like. Of how like we the viewers are watching it, you know, mm-hmm. it's like as we're going through life, it's like the characters that we watch are doing it too. And I mean, true, it's all like again, it's all fake, but I mean, it is cool to kind of see that change in characters as well. And see, I'm I'm glad you say that because I know some people 
are really weird about about anime and stuff because you know you and i kind of had this conversation for every like one good anime there's like five other ones that are like ah, yeah <laughs> i don't watch that <laughs> you know it's kind, of, it's kind of like netflix right like every they put out one good show and then they put out like five other terrible ones where it's just like dude where's the consistency man but <laughs> but no i anime i think definitely like you look at it it's a beautiful storytelling and i think like and, and, and it's unique it's very very unique and dragon ball like yes dragon ball z is older you know and, and animation but the stories that went on with it i think um it definitely still stayed with the test of times like of today so uh yeah i i agree with you man like it's, it's just a beautiful storytelling <laughs> it truly is bro um but i do have one more question for you all right uh so when it comes to vegeta you know throughout the series we see him training a lot we see him in the gravity chamber you know doing those one hand push-ups those one finger push-ups those handstand push-ups and just you know, like we see his intensity and in training. So um, I guess my question for you is that like, do you think his type of intensity is good for like real life application? Like, you know, everyday high intensity training. So it's so cool that you asked me that question. Um, I know, I remember J like Jack's, Jack's Blade actually made a video about this too. And it was actually like really cool to see. And um, I, but I'm gonna I'm I'm tell it from like my my POV is that um, I I do think like is it doable? Yes, but is it attainable? I don't I don't think so. Just because our bodies as like mo most human beings. Your your body is just going it's going to start talking to you, and when it starts talking to us, when we're overtrained, our sleep patterns get messed up, our, um, you know, like our our habits. You know, maybe we may have you know, um, let's let's say with food, you know, we may start making poor nutrition decisions and maybe develop a bad relationship with food. And I think some people, some people, and I know I just said this about sleep, but I just feel like people, very, like they, they overlook the aspect of rest. And rest is such a vital thing and just in anything, whether you work out consistently or, or not, like sleep is when you recover is when you you wake up you get those seven to eight hours of sleep you just feel refreshed and you, you feel like a, a whole new person when you wake up sometimes and it's um I, I i do think you can probably you could probably do like the stuff that he's doing in that you know during those training sequences mm -hmm. I, I do think that you could probably do those like because uh, i mean for me you know i, I may not have like a gravity train chamber like all right because like it's, it's, it's anime but 
you, it's a way, a way to adapt that it would be with a um, a weighted vest. Yeah. Oh, you know? like you can you can get that that weight training in there, and you can do your push ups, you can do your squats, jumping jacks, or what whatever it may be. Like for me, I'll, I'll go on a walk, and in the morning sometimes and I'll just put on my, my best or if I'm walking with Rachel and the girls, I'll, I'll do that too. You know, cause it, it just, I don't know. It's, I don't say it's comforting and stuff, but like, is I just look at it as an opportunity, like dude, you know, get to get more fitness and I get to move my body. And um, yeah, I, I, that that's, that's kind of where I stand with that. Like, is it attainable? No, but is it doable? Yes. I like that. I like that, bro. And I mean, I do like the whole, the reality aspect of that. It's like, I mean, in a way, it's like body weight training and then like adding on weight in general and then kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, learning how to move at that weight. You know, it's it's very beneficial. You know, it's very beneficial. Yeah. And, and um, you look at it. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z has inspired a lot of people in their training, especially in the catastrophic, oh, yeah. um, the catastrophic, uh, <laughs> I can't speak at all. The calisthenics community, and you look at the guys like um the what's his face um is it Austin um yeah, uh, Austin Dunham yeah um, Austin Dunham uh, Goku Korea yeah all those guys man yeah and they 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 do they have really come come alive in the community and a lot of those guys I, I guarantee if you ask them like hey. What inspired you to start doing this? Oh yeah, watch Dragon Ball Z. Watch Dragon. Ball Z. <laughs> I see. Or you saw like uh, in a ninja movie or whatever growing up. Like uh, you saw the body control, like the Bruce Lees and um, and the Ip Man too, man. Like it's just yeah, so cool just seeing like how you know really in ja- the Japanese culture has has mixed in with Americans and. Kind of helped inspire us to, you know, be, be, get on that track. You know, uh-huh. the uh, this inspiration of, you know, whether it's working out, whether it's, um, you know, to go and create something. Like I, I think it's, it's, it's dope, man. That's true. I mean, hey, so yeah, like go out for a run, do some push-ups, do some squats. Because I mean, you never really saw them in Dragon Ball Z, like lifting weights. No. And I think like another thing that helped is that like. It seems like Vegeta has gotten the strongest by always having like a partner with him, you know, in his training Back. sessions. Uh, yes, because like either with uh, with when he had you know Trunks training with him, you know, both mm-hmm. times, and then training with Goku, and then now with Beerus and Whis and, and Goku, it's like they're kind of able to like to grow further with having you know support there. And, and that's and that's so true, man. And um, and recently I actually switched over to um, when I switched, but like. I um I actually started going going to the local powerlifting gym up here. It's called Anchors Athletics, and shout out to Anthony and Valerie, man. Like you, you guys are what you guys are doing here in New Hampshire is so dope, man. Um, really excited to be a part of this powerlifting community. But dude, when when I tell you, like I'll, I'll give you an example this this morning, just of um the culture there. I was I was working out, and um. One of one of the guys that that's there, he's one of the trainers. You know, I was asking him like, "Hey, you know, can you do you mind just looking at my my form on bench and like just seeing what what I can improve?" And 
right away. Like, you know, he told me and, um, and, and, but it was in a way of like, Hey, you know, I, like, I want to see you win, man. You know, like, like no one's here to like, we, like, we want to compete with each other in a friendly competition, but not to like go out of our way to make sure you don't succeed. Like, you know, like if you, if you, if you outwork me, or you not working, but like if you out with more weights than me, then that means hey, I just I need need work harder, right? Yeah. So that to me, I think like just having that, like you said, like that that partnership and being that community of like hey, you you're gonna make me better, you know. Um, that that's that's real. That's that's real, man. And I think it's very is overlooked to be honest with you. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, man. Nah, but I, um, Isaac, this, 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 this was, this was dope, man. This, this is dope. fun. Yeah. I, um, I, I genuinely just having some nostalgia moments, just thinking back <laughs> with some, with some of our conversations today. And, um, dude, like, I, I really appreciate you coming on and, um, and doing this. And people, if you've made it this far, please make sure that, you are following the podcast and where, wherever you're listening to make sure you leave a review because we are trying to, you know, what we'd like to make this channel grow. And, um, I just want to get this content out there to the right person guys. So thank you for tuning in and we will be back with another episode next week. Thank you.